Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm happier than a whirling dervish at a spin class. You're happier than Okay. That sounds like something Dolly Parton might have said once. <laughs> no, I just made that up. No, you made it up. I just made it up, yep. A whirling dervish. I don't know at what a, a dervish class. is. It's a... It's a dance that they do in, in parts of the country. They, and, they spin. And there's whirling involved. Well, yeah, they spin circles, but in a spin, see, the, okay. the pun was a spin class, like a cycling spin class. Oh, that was the pun. Okay. I need you got to, it, didn't you? I need to, uh, I, I missed it. I missed it. But that's okay. That's okay. I don't have to get all of your jokes. <laughs> Most people don't, so I'm used to it. <laughs> so, Jeff, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If, there's, if there's one thing that I think that we've learned in doing this show, it's that there's no limit to the number of trends or fads that we find in the world of health and wellness. Yeah. Would you say that's true? I, well, that's true because I've, I've talked about some of them just yes. recently in, in uh, different uh, areas. Yeah. Yeah. And we, t- we talk about those kinds of things all the time. There's all kinds of contradicting studies. There's the conventional wisdom approach. There's rumors. There's myths. Mm-hmm. There's quick fixes. There's miracle cures. You got the whole gambit of things that are out there. And honestly, sometimes it's hard to make sense of everything. If you, if you don't like the current logic, just wait a few Just days. wait a little it'll, while it'll and something will change, right? right? Well, I feel like our job isn't necessarily to say this one thing is the right way to go. No, However, we want to provide a wide range of information and then let people find their own path to the active life Mm -hmm. and uh, do what works best for them. So, in that spirit today, Jeff, I want to talk about apple cider vinegar. You ever heard of the apple cider vinegar trend? It it, it takes the burns out. If you get sunburned, it'll take the sunburn off your skin. Oh, now see, that's something I didn't know about. Yeah. I mean, it literally does. If you get get a bad sunburn, you rub that on and it it takes the the burn out. So there are some other reported health benefits in addition to a salve for burns of apple cider. Well, that's one of the things that they're recommending. I I did it and it just about gagged me. (laughs) So so you've heard heard of some of the trends. Here, some of the rumors about. Apple cider vinegar in particular, mm-hmm. uh, it helps with weight loss. Uh, it helps with... Well, it's because uh, nothing tastes good after drinking it. Well, exactly, right? <laughs> so anyway, some of the things that they say about it haven't really been proven yet scientifically, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of things that they're saying about it. So I thought it'd be worth taking a look at apple cider sure. vinegar, what, it, what it. it's supposed to do or, or what it really does. I found an article on the My Fitness Pal blog written by Kate Chenoweth, and the name of the article is Can Apple Cider Vinegar... Fix all of your problems. Mm. So let's take a look at uh, some of the claims that they make and see if they pan out. Claims. Some of the claims that they make. Right. right? Claim number one: It's good for your gut flora. That's why I drink it. My wife said my my flora was out of balance. I need to drink it to get back in balance. But you didn't enjoy the experience. No, I I literally just about gagged it back up. (laughs) I'm actually going to touch on that a little bit later on. But unpasteurized apple cider vinegar is rich in enzymes and probiotics. Mm And that is the similar to other raw fermented liquids like kombucha. You've heard of that? No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? Nope. Oh, well, one of our staff members drinks one regularly, kombucha. Is that the green stuff? It's not the green sludge, no, but she brings in some (laughs) other stuff that's uh, kombucha. Anyway, probiotics aid digestion. Uh They help keep us regular and they prevent bloating, but those benefits are only gained if you drink it raw. You can't drink the pasteurized kind. So you want to make sure that the stuff that you're drinking is the all-natural product, that is produced by all natural producers because pasteurization kills the probiotic strains that you find in your apple cider vinegar. Okay. You'll know that you've got the good stuff 
if you see cobwebby strands of what they call the mother floating in your bottle. Now, I don't know a lot about apple cider vinegar. In, in the bottom of the bottle. or the Yeah. Okay. So if there's like little cobwebby strands in there, I, they call that the mother. I don't know if that's the probiotic. I don't know what that is, but they call it the mother. So um, anyway, if you're looking for a way to wake up and energize your digestion, a morning shot of apple cider vinegar might make some sense for you. So okay. that, that claim actually tends to be true. I think so. Claim number two. Okay. About apple cider vinegar. It blocks starch and fat absorption. You ever heard that? I've not. Okay. Well, that's one of the claims that they make. Raw apple cider vinegar does contain acetic acid, which research shows can help block starch absorption. Mm -hmm. So the first part of that could be true. This can directly benefit pre-diabetic people because blood sugar may be less likely to spike if you consume vinegar before you eat a starchy meal. Okay. That makes sense. So that does make sense. A related claim is that vinegar increases energy levels by stopping blood sugar spikes. But for the general population, that's a little bit of an exaggeration they found. Scientific evidence shows only a very slight beneficial effect of non-pre-diabetic people. Likewise, studies have shown ingesting apple cider vinegar helps protect mice from ill effects of high-fat diets by improving their blood sugar levels and their cholesterol Unfortunately, replicating those results in humans has been inconclusive so far. So it's good for fat mice, mm-hmm. but not necessarily for heavier human beings. I thought you were going to say that the mice died after drinking it. Unfortunately, the mice died after drinking it. No, 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 they don't. Okay. But it does help them to some degree in improving their blood if sugar levels. But those are not replicated in humans. So that okay. one doesn't really claim to or pan out to be entirely true. There are right. some elements, but it's not entirely true. Okay. Claim number three is that it's a detoxing magic bullet. You ever heard that before? I I have heard that one before. So as a key feature of many cleansed diets, apple cider vinegar is also touted as a great way to combat that toxic overload, which is kind of a vague diagnosis for supposedly um, gunked up liver, and it threatens people who uh, enjoy a happy hour or maybe a dessert every once in a while (laughs) or both. However, the claim that apple cider vinegar cleanses the liver of the sludge is more anecdotal than scientific. Mm Mm-hmm. Similarly, the notion that apple cider vinegar can melt fat or promote weight loss is just not backed by any hard evidence. So those are claims that are not necessarily true. It is plausible, though, uh-huh. this, this is what you were talking about earlier, that by adding a teaspoon of apple vinegar cider, apple cider vinegar, excuse me, to eight ounces of water can suppress your appetite. Yeah. And you found that that was true. Well, they gave it to me straight. <laughs> oh, My wife did. and daughter gave it to me straight, yeah. Here's the downside of that. One study concluded that... Um, that 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 resulted mainly from the nausea caused by drinking the <laughs> apple cider vinegar. Yes, 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 so yes. you weren't quite as hungry after <laughs> no, drinking was not. afterwards. But it's also worth noting, Jeff, that drinking an eight ounce glass of plain water can also dull your appetite. Yes, it can because so, it fills your stomach. I would say that that is probably debunked as yes, well. That yes. claim. So you mentioned the taste. What does it taste like? Well, people say that sour is a polite word. To describe the taste of uh, undiluted raw apple cider vinegar, it doesn't taste very well. But people who believe in it take a spoonful every day. That's the way that they go about it. Mm -hmm. A gentler option is to mix it with eight ounces of water, put a little bit of lemon juice in it, and maybe a bit of stevia to cut the flavor just a little bit. Or else you put it in with some some wine or something because wine's also been distilled. Well, there you go. So there's an option. Yeah. However, it doesn't sound like a lot of the benefits that they're touting really pan out. No. For most of us, at least. So the bottom line... Should you start guzzling your apple cider vinegar? 
Well, probably not. not no. Probably not. Most health experts caution against overdosing it with apple cider vinegar since it has the potential also to negatively affect tooth enamel and irritate your stomach lining. Mm -hmm. However, they do say that in small doses, there may be some benefits to integrating a little bit of apple cider vinegar into an overall healthy lifestyle. So it's something to consider. I think we should get a third opinion on this. Let's do it. Let's bring our guest on. Today, we're going to be speaking with Camilla Clausen, who is a Zumba and water aerobics instructor. And we're going to talk about the benefits of dance as a fitness activity. But before we get into dance, Camilla, what do you think? Are you a, are you a believer in apple cider vinegar? Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. I so do. have I just deflated no. all of your plans? Well, look to... at her. No. She's spelt. She's, she's in shape. Maybe there's something to it. There might be. No. My husband and I started um, drinking it, but we water it down and we do water organic lemon juice with it. Okay. But it was because he had kidney stones. Oh, and okay. somebody said Which that that horrible. would be yeah, it was terrible, and that was about three years ago. And then so we he drinks it daily, okay. and he has not had another kidney stone. Mm. And so that sounds kind of soapbox weird, but it's worked for him. Hey, that's like I said at the beginning of the show. We're just trying to provide information that allow people to make their own choices. It and if it's working for yeah. him, then I would say keep doing it because I've had kidney stones, mm -hmm. and it is horrible. Right. So anything that works to avoid that, I say go for it. And it could be a placebo, but if it's working for him, if it he, works, it works. He drinks it every day. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. so I think my body knew I was going to take that sip of it a few months ago because I haven't had kidney stones in sixty-one years. <laughs> oh, really? So it worked for you as well. Yeah. In, in advance, before, and after. <laughs> Your one dose has cured you. It's amazing. Up till now, it's a miracle. <laughs> I cheat. I cheat and put a little bit of honey in it. Okay. Because that, that I, honestly, I've never, yeah, I've never had it. I, I've never had it straight. I've never had it diluted. I, I do know that it does tend to have a very strong flavor from people that I've talked to. It's so if you have to cut it with a little bit of honey or something sweet, I think that makes so sense. So my wife gave me about two ounces in the bottom of a cup and said, here, drink this. And I drank it, burned all the way down my throat. I mean, it was If straight. your wife said, jump off this bridge, would you jump off this bridge? Jeff? Yes, I would. If you Honestly. said, she's scary. <laughs> Honestly, that's abuse. Like, just doing straight Here, drink vinegar, this. That's, that's abusive. <laughs> well, let's get off of apple cider vinegar and get on to dancing, shall we? Yes. That is uh, Camilla's expertise. Um, let's talk about dancing as a fitness exercise. Is, is it? Is it? Yes. Worthwhile? Does it help people? What are, what are the benefits of dance? Okay. I want to preface this by saying that I wasn't raised a dancer. I didn't ever dance at, in a dance class as a toddler. Growing up, I wasn't a cheerleader. I, was, I had two left feet. Okay. I was introduced to dance fitness when I was 27 years old. I had just had my second baby, and I had postpartum depression really bad. Okay. I had always been into fitness, and... I, I loved exercise, but I had never danced. And so after my second baby, someone said, come to Zumba. And I didn't even know what the word meant. Right. So for those of you that don't, it's dance fitness. So the first class I ever went to, I had two left feet. I actually didn't know if I even liked it, but everyone around me were like whistling and shouting. Having so much fun. Having so much fun. And that when the like <clears throat> the dance uh, trance, if you will, ended... I realized that I hadn't thought about anything else for that entire hour that I had just been focusing on my feet and sweating. And I, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm hooked. So I kept coming back week after week and then my muscle memory set in. And so I'm talking about dance fitness today as someone who was not a dancer and in the technical terms would never go up against a professional dancer. <laughs> but 
it works. You're not ready it, for dance world yet, huh? No. Oh. So, no, no, no. So that, uh, that idea of being able to just focus on something else, for you at least at that time, was just what you needed. Just what I needed. And then you were able to kind of move that into a, a kind of a lifestyle, it sounds like. It's been a decade now. Awesome. Um, and it's still just as exciting and fun. People keep asking, are you ever going to do something else? And I do other things, uh-huh. but dance fitness is my passion. And I love to spread that to other people. I have students from, you know, age 18. My 12-year-old son goes with me, clients up into their 80s. And I also work with people that aren't ready for dance fitness yet, but we're building strength and stepping stones to get mm-hmm. ready just to the balance and things to help them start dancing. Well, I'll tell you, Kyle, we have the Western Dinner Dance. And there are people well into their 90s that go and they're dancing all over the floor. And I'm tired just watching them. Yeah. So I think that that is a, is a lifetime activity that one can do and, and maintain physical fitness. Right. And that was um, what I ran into at the very beginning. Um, I, my friend and I were going to Zumba every week and our husbands said, are you guys even doing anything? Like, is it even <laughs> beneficial? Did you invite them to come so with you one on time? on a surprise date night, we said, we're not going to tell you what we're going to do. Put on some shoes, some tennis shoes and workout clothes. And we made them go to a, a Zumba class. 20 minutes in, red face, sweating out of every pore of their bodies. They were like, okay, we've had enough. Like, uh, we admit this is really good. Wow. So, yeah, my husband has backed me 100% in this because it's but exercise. He does. He's so okay. good to join every once in a while. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. I remember a pre-Zumba world, but I know that it is absolutely a, a phenomenon and many, many people enjoy it. My wife has gone many times. She really enjoys it. I personally haven't taken the challenge um, because I have, as you said, two left feet right. and I just haven't uh, broken through that uh, social embarrassment barrier, I guess. Her right. staff swears by it. <laughs> I mean, she will, she'll, she'll, she does, she will not miss her class. Yes, she will yeah, not miss her class. She loves it. There's no such thing as two left feet, especially in dance fitness. As long as you're moving and smiling and sweating, that's it. There are no rules. Those are the things you're looking Even for. Even huh? the instructor's going left and you're going right, keep a smile on your face. And they won't and notice, huh? No. We really, we just, we dance around like crazy people and feel good <laughs> an hour later and then see you next time. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're visiting with dance and water aerobics instructor Camilla Clausen. We're talking specifically about dance as fitness right now. Um, I I see the benefits. I really do. And I like what Jeff said earlier, that it is a lifetime activity. It's something that you can do well into your later years, well, well into your later oh, years. Yeah. And um, I know there's so much research on brain health as well as balance and muscle fitness. So, I mean, I think there's a lot going on. There's a lot that's happening there that's that's good and positive. Um, when it comes to, um, you know, incorporating it into what maybe you're already doing, is there a good way to ease into it? Or do you just jump in with both feet? What What's your well, recommendation there? If you're doing then you probably jump in with both feet and then jump back. And then you turn yourself yeah. around. And turn yourself around. I've, I don't know if it's true, Jeff, but I've heard... That that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. <laughs> With most things, you want to make sure that, you know, if you have an injury, your doctor approves of a dance fitness class. But I would just start with baby steps. Tell yourself, um, I've been working with a client at the Intermountain Live Well Center who uh, came in and he had quite a bit of weight to lose and he hadn't exercised in a few years. Yeah. 
So we, I made him an exercise prescription. We worked on balance and strength, getting his core built back up. And he really wanted to do Zumba with his wife. So I said, just come in and commit to 10 minutes. Do the warm-up. And if you can stay past that, great. I put a chair along the back wall, and he would have to go sit down every once in a while, but they stayed the entire hour. And now it's an every Saturday morning they are there together. And these are a couple in their 70s. And this is new for them. This is something new. And so they committed to 10 minutes, but they have never left after 10 minutes. They just maybe sit down, get back up. And that's the beauty. There are no rules. But I would say baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. And dra- drag someone with you. It's more fun if you like <laughs> have someone dancing there beside Especially you. Especially if they're as bad a dancer as you are. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you can be bookends. So, yeah. so the idea of, oh, I'm too old. I can't learn a new thing. No. You would say there's definitely no reason to feel that way. No. My favorite student, her name is Joanna. She had open heart surgery. She just turned 80. She was back after open heart surgery I six weeks later, and she does what she can, but she's smiling the entire time. And her little hairline gets soaking wet with sweat, yeah. and she's the cutest. There's, It's never too late. Well, and it's not as scary as one might think because you do have an instructor in front of the class who's kind of calling out and helping you know what the moves are going to be. So you're not. it's not like you have to make up the dance moves. There's somebody to watch and somebody to listen to to help you know what you – so you can kind of follow along. Absolutely. And I – teach my classes. I dance to inspire my students to come out of their shells. I'm not dancing to impress them. I'm not a uh, beautiful dancer, but I get the steps marked out. And the more (laughs) I make fun of myself and make a fool of myself, the more comfortable my students are to let their hair down, so to speak, and have fun. I I feel like that makes sense. I, uh, Jeff, as as you know, I had the chance to, um, Go to Brazil on a yes, recruiting trip uh, a, and a month also or so Barbados. ago. And I've been to Barbados as well, which is a very dance culture place there. But um, it was really fun. One night I, I was out um, walking through one of the neighborhoods and there was a some kind of a neighborhood Zumba party, I guess, that was going on. I don't know if it's or a dance party. I don't know if it was something that they did regularly. No, it was definitely Zumba. It was wasn't. It? Just, people weren't just gathering to dance. There was an instructor and they were following me along. but there were probably a hundred people on this tennis court and people were laughing and just big smiles and for about one second i thought hey i might and then i you didn't should have. and then i didn't <laughs> i my thing my whole purpose in this is i love fitness i yeah. want people to have a lifestyle change i love the benefits of being fit and healthy and if that is dance for you or if it's Walking or running, whatever it is, if it can be a lifestyle change and something that gets you excited day after day to like put your spin shoes on or put your dancing shoes on, if it works for you, do it forever. I think an advantage of dance, the the aerobic portion of dance is that it, it transcends all the sports. I mean, you're not going to hurt your your ability to run or your ability to jump, or your ability to do anything else athletically by dancing. You're going to probably only enhance it. Right. My core strength transformed after I started dancing. I always had, I was a runner and I suffered with knee pain and it was coming from my core. I built my core muscles and it that was just my experience, but I feel stronger now because I'm using muscles that I had never used before. Mm-hmm. Well, and that, and that's the beauty of, of, I guess, cross training in general and doing different things than what your actual sport of choice might be is because you do use muscles that you wouldn't normally use. And 
the more that you have that the core strength and just the overall uh, you know, ability to move your body in, in different ways. I think that's benefit to everybody. Yeah, balance is huge. And da- dance teaches balance. It trains your balance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then, like I mentioned earlier, and I, and I don't know if this is an expertise that you have, but there are a lot of brain health advantages to dance. Can you talk a little bit about yes. some of the benefits that come from? It was really exciting to start reading all the studies about brain health. And there are actually real scientific backed studies that show that dance is an effective way to fight dementia and Alzheimer's. They're saying that it does new brain patterns. Even freestyle dancing, if you don't go to a class and you're just dancing in your kitchen, it creates those rapid brain waves and those thoughts that create new muscle memory and new brain memory. Hmm. So they're saying the gray matter in your brain increases with dance. And they compared it to other forms of exercise and nothing compared like dance we actually offer a, a dance competition at the huntsman world senior games at square dance uh, but some of the studies that they have shown specifically to dance and specifically to square dance just reiterate what you just said is is there really isn't anything out there that is better there, there's lots of other things that are good for your brain for sure but there's nothing out there right now that they've seen that is actually better for you than than picking up some dancing. So it's something we ought to consider. My theory behind that, and this is my personal theory, it's that it's the joy that it brings. If you Mm. can do do happiness, do something that makes you happy, do that more often. I love to run, but it doesn't bring me the same joy. And I'm not smiling when I'm running, but when I'm dancing, I'm for sure smiling. That's awesome. I don't love to run. I do run a little bit, but I am also not smiling when I'm dancing, but I know it's good for me. So I get out there and do it. Well, we've got about a minute left. What would you say to somebody who has never been, never, never done it, never been to Zumba or a dance class, but is now because, you know, we're talking about it, is thinking about it. What would you say to that person? Don't be afraid. The fear will take you, um, won't take you to where you want to be. Like, be brave today. Just try one little thing. And if it's even just turning on music in your kitchen and seeing what you can do in your kitchen, start small. And if you start small, then it'll grow. But don't let fear stop you. I, I have to admit, that is what it has stopped me in the past. I can turn on the music and I can dance like no one is watching when, when no, no one, one is, is watching. watching. <laughs> yeah. My life has forever changed because of dance fitness. It um, helped me through depression. I don't even recognize myself, my pre-dance self to now. I'm a completely different human. Awesome. Um, I encourage anyone to try it. Sounds like great, great advice. Camilla, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. We we appreciate you being here and your expertise. So Jeff, registration is officially closed for the Huntsman World Senior Games, but that doesn't mean that you can't participate in the games. Very true. Uh, Now is a great time to register as a volunteer. We need a ton of help, and if you are not planning to compete this year or you didn't make the registration, or even if you are competing this year, volunteering is a great way to get involved with the games. It's very easy to do. All you have to do is visit SeniorGames.net, click on the Volunteer button, and there are a myriad of opportunities to help out with the games. Lots and lots of choices. Uh, You can go according to task, or you can go according to day, whatever works best for you. The 2018 dates for this year's games are October 8th through the 20th. And I'm telling you, volunteering for this event is very satisfying. We do need volunteers starting about a week before that. We do. That is true. So keep that in mind. People who have volunteered for the games in the past, they tell me, and I know that they've told you the same thing, Jeff, 
that they love to do it. They have and they do. So check it out once more. That is SeniorGames.net. Click on Volunteer and see how you can be a part of the games this year because we do need the help. Also, don't miss the Huntsman World Senior Games opening ceremonies. Oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're, we're leading up to that now. We're just a few weeks out, and I hope and think that you ought to plan on attending. It's on Tuesday, October 9th at 7 p.m. at Dixie State University's Trailblazer Stadium. We're going to have singing. We're going to have dancing. We're going to have the Parade of Athletes. It is really a tremendous show, and best of all, it's free. So bring Repeat the family free. and don't miss it. And, Jeff, I'm going to make a big announcement. Okay. Right here on this show, I'm going to let you know who will be our special guest speaker for this year. I'm, I'm, I can't even stand it. Go ahead. Sure. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard of the Chicken Soup for the Soul books? Yes, I have. Well, our guest speaker, his name is Dan Clark, is a primary contributor to that series. He's one of the best speakers in America today. He has an incredible story to tell, and I promise he's going to motivate you, and you don't want to miss it. So once again, the opening ceremonies is at Dixie State University Trailblazer Stadium, 7 p.m. on Tuesday, October 9th. Get that on your calendar, and it is free, so join us. Remember to tune in next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google, and Stitcher, as well as TuneIn and Spotify. Once you subscribe, give us a rating and write a quick review. It helps us spread the word. Jeff, our inspirational thought for the day from the great Greek philosopher Aristotle, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.